I have officially turned on the recording, <gasps> so don't say anything bad. Did you clean out? That's not. That's Did bad. you clean out for this? Bitch, bitch. Yes, you smelt it in the hallway. <laughs> I did. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and today's safe word, Daddy, is <laughs> douche. Wham bam. Wham bam. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we have the lovely, beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, talented... What are other uh, expletives or adjectives or, or verbs or... Daddy? Uh, uh, Just uh, one. Uh, Bammy Pammy <laughs> is an adjective. <laughs> today we have Mr. Pam with us. Mr. Pam, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wow, Hi. Mr. Bam. I love, I love testing audio and then seeing the red spikes the second we start recording. I warned you, I'm really I know, loud. I know. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. And I was I, doing my man voice. Hey, hey, porn lovers, what's going on out and there? Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex edu- education podcast that's got a few peaks in audio, and you know that's okay. And kinks. And kinks. Kinks, too. kinks, kinks, too. Um, so today we have, as we've said, uh, Mr. Pam with us, which ah! I'm sure some of you might be confused as I said Mr. Pam, and then you hear... Mr. Pam. Well, oh, well, that doesn't and help. And you hear, hi, <laughs> hi. What the hell is that? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so Pam's been on the YouTube channel before, forever ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was years a while back. ago. We need to redo it. Yeah, but hasn't been back, obviously, because uh, you've been out in Vegas recently. Pam, can you just give everyone a quick like elevator speech? You're stuck in an elevator for a minute with people, and they ask, "What do you do?" and "What makes you tick?" Oh, that's so funny. That's always a game changer when they ask, "What do you do?" <laughs> <laughs> I film guys humping each other in the butt. Uh, but technically, I'm an award-winning gay porn director. Um, I love what I do. I'm a cinematographer. Um, started out as editing, and I've worked in the gay adult industry for about 17 years now. And most recently, about a year ago, two days ago, I started my own production company, Wham Bam Pictures. And it's awesome. So, um I, yeah, I love what I do, and I'm passionate, and um, I'm really silly and fun. <laughs> and I love that name because I, all I ever do is go, wham, bam, Mr. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> wham, bam, Mr. Bam. I know. I thought I'd reclaim it from the wham, bam, thank you, Pam, of my youth. I guess I was a little friendly when I was younger. But oh it's such my. a perfect, perfect name for the new company, and we make beautiful images for the world to enjoy. And Pam is one of my oldest colleagues and friends. <laughs> yes. I think I've been there since the beginning of her career. And Day was, one. We had a rocky start because I wasn't <laughs> sure about having women on gay men porn sets. And I was working for a big one and thought I was hot shit. And then this <laughs> and woman so showed up. Mean. I was like, shut up. Shut ah, up. Why does he keep yelling at me? I'm just having fun. We running around. It was like camp. I was, was like, sex. we're recording audio guys. here <laughs> and the guys are trying to stay hard and there's a woman going wee, wee, wee. <laughs> what, what he's referring to is I got hired to do behind the scenes on a big cowboy movie uh, for, oh, for Cult Studios it was 2003 I guess uh, yes 2003 yeah and I, I used to be an interactive designer for CBS News and CNET and did that for many years and then was always had a camera in my hand since I was about 11 and I long story got hired to do behind the scenes on this big cowboy movie so I show up uh, go to my hotel room and Chris is in my bed I'm like who is this dude in I my wasn't bed? in your bed you to were be sleeping clear, in my bed to be clear I was production manager and I was in charge of rooms and I took over your assignment because oh, oh, I didn't oh, want to sleep oh wait with... oh wait daddy 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 Okay, sorry. I am here. I'm I'm trying to produce, but Daddy, continue with I your story. Go, so go, go. I have so much tea yeah. on go. this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> go, go, go. Because yeah. I was like the production coordinator of this huge budget movie for Colt Studio Group. It was huge. We were out on a farm in Sacramento. It was like a 10-day shoot. Everyone's being put up in hotels. So yeah. I'm in charge of where people sleep, right? <laughs> and I haven't met any of the new crew that has been hired. And so I got there, and I was sharing a room with the makeup artist. The makeup artist. Yes. Who I immediately knew I wasn't going to get along with when I got there. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, 
huh, I'll put the documentary filmmaker in that makeup artist's room, and I will... Take your own room. I will take my own room. <laughs> Good call. I get it now. <laughs> See, and that's what experience does. Uh, yes, yeah, you get your own room. <laughs> yeah, so I show up at the set. I'm like, what am I doing? I walk into this room. This guy's in my bed, but I didn't care. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just quit my corporate job of bed? six years, and I'm on a gay porn shoot for three weeks. Here we go. And uh, yeah, so we hated each other at the beginning because his job was to keep everybody quiet. And my job was to stir up trouble and shoot the most amazing (laughs) behind the scenes ever in the history of porn. Your job was not to stir up trouble. It was. That was was a good documentary. I'm sorry you're not in it. Document. (laughs) Fight. 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 Okay. Um, uh, Is that that the T? That that how, that's tea. how you guys yeah. met, right? Yeah, that's, that's how, how we met. met. Okay. And long oh, story oh, short, over. here's my oh, tea. Oh, it's not over. I have like, <laughs> this is a great documentary called Exposed. It's really good. It filmed at Frameline in the Castro. Yeah. And when I, and that was the first time I saw the final cut of this because Mr. Pam edited it. Yeah. I got five seconds of screen time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were so mean. <laughs> she hated me. So she didn't put me in it. <laughs> Well, you didn't want to be in it because you kept telling me to turn the camera off. Mm. It is pretty funny. But um, yeah, it was just supposed to be a featurette for the DVD. And then they loved the rough cut that I did. So they commissioned me to do a full length documentary that premiered at uh, Frameline, Pink Saturday. It was great. Line Around the Block. Like that was just the most, still to this day, that was about 17 years ago. Do the math. Uh, one of the best days of my life. And it really changed everything. And I, I quit my job in, in news and started working and gay porn and have just been there ever since and been strangely successful for having a vagina and being in gay porn. Yeah. Like weirdly yeah. successful. And we're going <laughs> to talk about that, but Question. I want to I say how, what, uh, what, how... I'm here too. <laughs> Question. Why is your name Mr. Pam? Because I'm sure everybody is curious <laughs> as, as we're talking about porn, producing. <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, well, before... Was that before I went on that shoot? Yeah, I started editing. I had an internship um, doing video editing with this guy I went to San Francisco State with. And he had a couple clients, uh, United Airlines, family videos, and gay porn. And since I was new, he gave me the gay porn to edit. Yeah. (laughs) So I started editing for Falcon. And I turned in one of the edits. And I guess they were in a meeting. And Chuck Holmes, the owner, was like, oh, my God, this is great. Who edited this? And they did Chuck didn't really want women in gay porn. So there was already this stigma against women in gay porn way back then. And so John Rutherford at the time just quickly goes, "Uh, uh, uh, Mr. Pam. (laughs) And And Chuck said. Chuck was like. Is he Asian? <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> and then Mr. Pam stuck. <laughs> yeah, so that... Chuck sounds like a lovely. Oh, he was a lovely <laughs> guy. I yeah. never Ooh. met him, and to this day, he's I'm an Asian fellow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it just kind of stuck. And I'm I'm a little bit of a tomboy. Like I don't know if anybody follows me on social media, but I love to get dressed up. I live for a party, awards, red carpet, all that. But I love to roll around on the floor in dirty sex gloves and get dirty and be covered in mud. So I, yeah, so the Mr. Works, because I'm kind of a girl, kind of a guy. But she has some limits. One, one <laughs> oh, is oh. if you are shooting out in in like a garage and a butt plug comes out of someone's ass, don't hand it to her. <laughs> <laughs> plug dirty first. Sa- dirty plug first. <laughs> she has an purpose. issue with that. I don't know why. It's so because weird. Because it was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Really, my only thing is toenails. Like oh, and feet. She doesn't like feet. I so shoot I a lot of foot fetish stuff, which is How pretty funny. I, I think sometimes like having such a concentration on something you don't like, you actually know what you do like about it. And it's hot. And you don't have to wait for hard-ons. When well, you're taboo, feet. fixations. Yeah. Things that, that tend to imprint on you all can form and help to uh help you to figure out what you're into um <laughs> yes but speaking of being into things i i'm actually curious i mean today's podcast as you can tell is going to be conversational where we're have we're having just a conversation about the ins and outs of porn with i don't know between us i've got what eight years you've got 
30. 30. <laughs> you've got Pam. About 20. About 20. And we're all in the same room, too. So if you're not a yeah. patron and you're not seeing this interview, you're not getting all. Oh, you're only yeah. seeing half the, the <laughs> battles that are happening. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> Mr. Pam is fucking gorgeous, too. Oh, well, she could be doing yeah. porn herself. I've thought about it now, now that I'm should. in my late 40s. Okay, give it to the camera, Pam. And, give it to the camera. Hi. Yes. Oh, my God. And our Patreons are getting to see she's flashing boob right oh, now. Gosh, like, don't see that. Don't, well, <laughs> she has layers on, but technically, yeah. Yeah, I'm flashing shoulder. Wait, what was the math there? 30? Oh, 20. Wait, 20. 30, 20, 10. So about years. 60 years of porn experience right here in the room. Um, and so, Just when I didn't think I could feel older. Go. It's okay. Well, but there's, there's more wise. experience in the room than there experience. is your yes. age. Yes, yes. So there you go. There you wow. go. There you go. It's look okay. at that. We're so young. Yeah. So <laughs> you look great for your age. Thank you. I, I, I hate I, when people I, say okay, that. Okay. I'm uh, still in next, front of the camera. Next question. Bitch. Next, next <laughs> question. Next question. Um, so, but you guys have not only worked together behind the cameras, but also some like in front of cameras, right? Yeah. As you, a matter of fact, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, the last two days. You were I shooting some knee content. deep into Thumpy. Uh, I call How deep thumpy. are you into him? Knee deep. And Elbow do you explain, do you want, so that's your nickname for Christopher's Thumpy, correct? Yes. I call him Grumpy Daddy. You call him Thumpy, and the internet and just I, calls him Daddy. And I call her <laughs> Chirps. And the reason, and this is how we uh -huh. repaired our is Harry Potter who repaired our relationship. Yes. Uh, we on that same shoot at the very beginning, uh, we were taking all the models because you have to entertain them at night. We took them to a movie, and it was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or whatever. And we went through the front doors. Pam was leading about five models. I was leading about five models. And we went down different aisles because we didn't want to be near each other. And then we got to the aisle and we started walking towards each other. And then we're like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to sit next to each other now. <laughs> and then we were blocked in by five other models. Blocked in by 10 hot porn stars <laughs> sitting next to each other for and two hours. Like, and at this point, we were just annoyed as fuck with each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't pleasant. And then there's some scene in there where this little chirpy bird is going chirp, 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 flying through the air, and this tree just like goes the whomping willow. Boom! Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> we both burst out laughing and turn to each other and goes, "That's you! <laughs> <laughs> that's you!" And so that's how it stuck. So I'm chirps. He's thumpy. Yeah, I'm thumpy. Which, and, uh, that's how the magic was made. It is. And then we, that broke the ice. We became friends yeah. ever since. And then she edited my next movie, which was fabulous. Yeah, that was Leatherbound. Awesome. That was probably one of my favorite movies. Was, oh, I have a copy good. of that actually. Yeah, yeah it was, that it was, was great. That was, was at the beautiful. Mr. S store. She, she did you yeah, shoot I was it? on set too. No, it was Tom who shot it. We shot it together because I remember he put the one camera. Were you second camera? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was beautiful. The lighting was great. I forget. And that was one of the first times we penetrated somebody while they were tied up. I remember that moment because oh, they yeah. weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, because Jason that was, crew could run. That was illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how everything penetrating while someone was tied up. Yeah. Because, yeah. because they don't have no control it would, or uh, yeah because you couldn't yeah. prove that oh. yeah, that was it's, consensual yeah see and porn's come a long way though since yeah. since oh, then so because it used to be you couldn't pee on anyone no. you couldn't oh, yeah. you couldn't tie anyone up you couldn't no. do any sort of punishments um the and whole you still can't sell list. some of it some yeah. some places i think and technically you still can't i mean these mm. are all obscenity laws by state it's just nobody has enforced them in 20 years yeah so it could very well come back. I mean, it's about to come back for all the porn, pun intended. Right. You know, but we're, we're being suppressed everywhere right now. Oh, I bet. Well, and not just the the sex education, but the porn, the the performers, mm -hmm. the. I, I don't know how how you combat or, or run into censorship, but have you ever run into any hardships around the content you're creating? Oh, God, yes. Now that I'm freelance, I have a bunch of different clients, and one of them uh. does very taboo stuff. It's a new site uh, that's being developed by Adult Time. It's called Disruptive Films. It's launching in the fall, and I've done. It's very heavy story driven, but the compliance on it is insane. Oh. <laughs> it's just insane. But I'm 18. I can't have sex with oh, you. Yeah. Okay. I would love to have oh. sex with you. Like it's really because it's, like it's so taboo. Stuff, yeah, yeah so I've been shooting with them and fantasy. kink and yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. But mm -hmm. um, it's it depending on the studio. You know, some of the smaller, more amateur companies they don't care. We have logos. We have. Ah, I don't want to do this. Sure. And, well, know, some, and some people might ones. not know. Yeah, like shooting porn. Like 
back back in the day when I was first starting, like if I ever wore anything with a logo on it, they would flip the fuck out. Oh, oh. or if you had shoes with, with even a little like lettering on <laughs> yes. it, they'll tape it off. Oh, we got sued by a tractor company in Ohio. Oh, that actually happened. Yeah, in, ah. in, for Colts because one of our uh, models because there was a tractor in it. No, no, he <laughs> was he was wearing a baseball cap that uh, said something something tractor company, uh, and it looked. I mean, it made him look very hot and gay redneck. <laughs> yes. So I, I let him keep it on, and then we aired that, and huh? that tractor company came after us. Oh, I didn't know that funny. actually happened. Yeah, that was on uh, um, Bob Hager. Okay. Yeah. It is. It's nuts, though, and in, in the paperwork, depending on the company, like sure. consentless, what words are okay, what words are not. Um, well, yeah. It's, well, and with kink, like yeah. uh, another thing that people probably don't realize is the behind the scenes work that happens there. Not only the extensive, uh, is this okay? Mm-hmm. This is your safe word. Here's your nonverbal safe word because there's yeah. probably a gag involved if it's kink. Yeah. yeah. But like the checklist of will, wants, won'ts, uh-huh. um, limits obviously things yeah. that you're kind of interested in or would like to try yeah. things that are totally totally off the books like yeah. or off the, off off limits um oh even yesterday you know we're rearranging my tiny studio to shoot and i pushed an armchair over by a door and she's like no no can't do that that's one of our rules we can't block a door with a chair because oh. um, <laughs> then if a model freaks out and claims that they couldn't leave oh. yeah, it could be trafficking it could be trafficking you gotta be very cautious when you shoot and these yeah. are things people don't think about yeah so. of course um, not because yeah. because you're there to jerk off and watch I know. 10 <laughs> no to 30 minutes of on. hot sex between <laughs> yeah. people that you find super attractive yeah um, but it is still really fun I still love it and you know it's just all about <laughs> I mean, interviewing yeah. people ahead of time and just making sure everybody's on the same page and once they we're there we can have fun so when you when you're shooting like for kink or any kink fetish have you ever come across like a model who kind of wigged out over it and, and yeah how, how do you handle that situation <laughs> a couple days ago <laughs> <laughs> not me not oh, me God, i know allegedly just really... allegedly you know, I I, I would him. only freak out if you didn't have food on set for me. Yes, I did. I went and got snacks. <laughs> and it was your own set. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're at your house and I added food too. <laughs> but yeah, the other day I'm shooting for this amateur site and the boy all of a sudden had issues with the content. And I was oh. like, I was so clear. I texted him, check out the site. This is what you're doing. This mm-hmm. may not be everybody's cup of tea. We're going to creep on you. You're going to act like you're not into this. You know, really make sure you're okay because this is the easiest shoot you will ever do in your life if you're into it. And he sure. just all of a sudden, I don't want to promote this. This isn't what I'm into. I don't. And uh, so, so ethically, we, he had a, an issue with yeah. it. So we had to pivot like, okay, what are you comfortable with? And, you know, and, and, and it's, it's frustrating because it's like, I warned you. And, and that's hard for a producer because yeah. people don't understand. And what, what's happening with porn right now is the producers are the only ones paying for porn at this point. Mm-hmm. So we have to hire the models, put them up, uh-huh. uh, fly them out. When you buy a plane ticket for a model, there is no guarantee they're going to get on that plane. Uh, and then once it's in their names, you can't get that ticket back. Yeah. So you can <laughs> shell out hundreds of dollars yeah. to fly someone out and then the day of the shoot be like, oh, no where model. are they? Especially in Vegas, shooting in Vegas because oh, people get lost in Vegas. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'm there tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever missed a flight. Thank God. Good. Whenever I was... Oh on a set, but You're how often awesome do you guys? And oh, oh well, thank you. I used to. <laughs> yeah. I booked models for Colt for twelve years, and every, percentage every like I would say fifteen percent of the car accidents that happened on the way uh, to the airport, uh, quote yeah. unquote, the deaths of relatives, oh, deaths of relatives, <laughs> I couldn't get on a plane, sick. Da-da-da. People get clothes. cold feet right yeah. at the last minute. Wait a second, but yeah. your grandma died last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> your grandma dies a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And the producers all talk. So out yeah. there, those of you who are pulling your shit, we all talk. Oh, yeah, so we I just got a call like the next day about the model who freaked out. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't give him a good reference. reference. You know, we did it. He's hot. Beautiful boy. Beautiful. But just, you know, like sometimes people maybe shouldn't be doing porn at that right. moment in their life. Like they're and, going through and be- something and they need the quick cash, but it's just not worth it. Sex work is not something you should be doing if you're not in a good metal state. You can well, go be a, a barista. It's a job. Yeah. It is a job. And it a lot is. of people look at it as like extracurricular fun. Yay. Woo. Yeah. But it's still, even even though it is yeah. fun. I mean, I had a great time when I was doing it full time. Yeah. It's still a job. You got to yeah. schedule and plan and keep yeah. workouts and have a good diet. Like yeah. there's a lot of upkeep for it. Yeah. 
And the number of people I worked with that were unprofessional and I never saw again because they were, whether they were just uppity about what they had to do, you know, even though uh-huh. they signed that contract and paperwork. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't surprise me that there's mm-hmm. unprofessionalism in that area. Yeah. Well, and, and I think a lot of, especially newer models, they get into it because they think of the fantasy of mm-hmm. themselves at home, this would be hot to do. They think it's going to be a lot more enjoyable th- than it is. And then they get there and they see how much work. There's pictures. You have to be still posed. Yeah. Get hard. And stay also, hard. They, hard. <laughs> they may not yeah. be um, attracted to their co-star. Oh. Um, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Pairing up people just because they're too attractive on the outside people, they both have personalities. Yes. Um, and those can clash very quickly and easily on yeah. porn set. Yeah. Um, it's you have a five hour window when the models get there to get them in a good headspace, uh-huh. uh, get them attracted to each other and find out what turns them on so you can give them the best Come shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and money and shot. hopefully them have fun and, you know, right. be into it and, and us have a good time and get the best quality product. Because when they're into it, it, it oh, just, it's like magical. magic. It's such <laughs> yeah. magic. It's amazing. It's fun. It's like a dance. If yeah. I'm filming and the guys are into it, it's just like a waltz, you know, like they're fucking and I'm filming and it's, it's beautiful. It's awesome. But the other times when it's like, we're stopping again, yeah. <laughs> we're stopping again. Well, I'm curious. <laughs> Um, since you've opened the door, uh, what, what have been like, are there any experiences or situations or shoots that come to mind where you were kind of like, without disclosing anything you can't, but like any difficult scenes, any, any porn that was like very difficult to shoot or any, any horror stories that you can share? Cause I'm sure people are always interested about, I mean, you see the good stuff, you see the finished product, you see the money shot, but what happens when there isn't a money shot? Oh, that's the worst. Oh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like two weeks ago i thought like okay let's go up to this abandoned cement factory i like to shoot at and i had these two models and i like are you guys okay it's gonna be really hot it's a really extreme location it's dusty it's hot it's probably gonna be about 105 that day yeah yeah we're into it so we get out there the models are great and i'm the one having an issue which (sighs) surprised me because i usually do well with heat but i just i was getting over a cold and i don't think i was 100 percent and end up being 108 and i am just dizzy i'm i can't kept sticking my hands in the cooler, sticking my face in the cooler. I had to go, I'm, like, I'm going to go to the car for a minute. I went and puked twice. I <laughs> came oh. back and I'm like, ah, okay, just fake it till you make it. <laughs> like, oh. Let's get this done. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and back when you, oh, you, you, you've finished the shoot. I though, did. Right? Yeah. It was great. It turned out great. Luckily, the models were awesome. And yeah, it's going to be great. But it was a tough day. Well, you put <laughs> on top of that. Remember when we used to shoot with mirror boards? Oh, that one so day by the pool. huge reflectors oh, that God. it's like putting magnifying glasses on them. Oh, so they're, that's they're, horrible. They're fucking <laughs> and you're reflecting the sun. Uh, not off one, two. Sometimes we had three mirror boards yes. for backlight, front light. And they're just... I it, do remember that one day we're by the like pool and I just fried. wanted to go in the pool. I just, I just want to go in the pool. And we had r- models of different skin tones and they were trying to lighten the darker oh, guy. Oh yeah, that's hard. That's hard to do too. Lighter guy is just burning. <laughs> the darker guy's fry. Oh, that was yeah. I actually to this day I don't really use shiny boards. I yeah, use shiny the silk. boards. <laughs> Put them in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember one story you told me. I don't know if I was on the set or not, but somebody who kept sounding like they were going to climax and you had the camera over them and like a down angle and when the camera operator is like that you can't move because if you miss any fluid coming out of that (laughs) close-up oh and that's what everything is built up to you can have some bad like thrusting scenes or penetration scenes you can cut out later but if you don't have the money shot you really don't have money you can't do it again That was what we were shooting in uh, Clay Cowboy Clay's truck. Oh. And I had to put my hands through the side window and that then hand it. me the camera. So it was almost like like that's sort of when the monkey holds a banana <laughs> through the cage and you can't whoops, you can't drop it. So I'm teetering on a ladder and I forgot to put sunscreen on the back of my calves. Oh, so I could feel could my feel legs burning. I have my hands through this window holding the camera just uh uh. That was the oh, movie, maybe. Big Rig. <laughs> was yeah. that Big Rig? Big Rig, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was so burnt. But from a model's perspective, like, when, you, when you're, when you like, 
fucking all day or you know i'm sure that shoot there's like what four or five hours of of penetration that boils down to you know the 30 to 60 minutes that you get um when you're ready to come you're ready to come but if you if you've been exhausted all day low blood Mm -hmm. sugar there's like hot you know heat especially or if you were like wrestling around it it can be hard to get there and you Uh, can you can be totally like hard but not able to come and then if you just happen to think of the right thing or the wind blows the right way sometimes and you're like oh my god okay i'm ready and if the camera's not on yeah and sometimes multiple cameras (laughs) if multiple cameras aren't on you gotta wait you gotta set up you gotta make sure lights are good it's 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 a balancing act of a bunch of different things and that's why i say you have a five hour window because after five hours you're tired you can't you can't come you can't get hard again for Uh another time you're You're exhausted you're starving if you're the bottom you haven't eaten all day or for 24 hours right yeah yeah. Yeah. and so by the time the end of the day comes for the cum shot your mind just starts playing tricks on you and then if the crew looks like they're impatient that doesn't help (laughs) i'm so so good at jumping in and getting the cum shot like you look Uh. at their stomach so weird. Like I could tell by you somebody's their stomach? stomach. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, explain that. Whether or not they're going to come. Like if they're jerking and they're getting close to something about the stomach and their feet. Oh, oh, feet. I was, yeah. was going to say, I, I watch their toes. It, their, toes. Yeah. their toes start, <laughs> start to, curl, to curl. Yeah. And, and like, the stomach oh, okay, starts to roll quiver. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. And I'll often call it before they do. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I have a second cameraman. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what, what, what other, I, I'm, I want this to just be like, ridiculous behind the scenes kinds of like anecdotes or stories like what else is has what has kind of stuck out in your career in porn like i can think about a few different instances or scenes where like it was just ridiculous and hilarious in its own right not at the time (laughs) but like looking at it now like the one scene where i was like 120 pounds of muscle less than this guy but i had a top because he was so exhausted had just come from a red eye like (laughs) couldn't get hard and and didn't speak great English either, so it was very difficult to like do a scene. But like looking back at that scene that never saw the light of day, I oh, no. it, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. And I got paid because yeah. I came, but the other guy didn't. Oh, because he didn't shit. come. They so like for some pay? for some companies, the money shot is literally the money shot, and they wow. have to pay you if you come, even if the scene doesn't get produced. At oh. the end of the day, I was there. I signed my contract. Yeah. I I did my work. But like, did, what what are some fun stories you guys can think of? I do remember one time in Spain, we were shooting on this hillside in this oh abandoned God. weird castle thing. And all three guys, three way guys are all hard, ready to go. And all of a sudden we hear this weird noise <laughs> and look weird? over and this, this pug just <gasps> walks onto the set. <laughs> What Great the fuck audio. is this dog doing? <laughs> I mean, then, pig, dog, pig dog, dog. Why is this dog here? With the, and then it's followed by this whole family. Oh, whole the grandma, the abuela, oh, the everybody all comes up, and they are going to have their yearly picnic right there where we were shooting. And the the our production manager who spoke really good Spanish, you know, is like, "Hey, we're kind of in the middle of a photo shoot. Do you mind going someplace else?" No, this is where we have our yearly picnic. <laughs> so like. Okay, so we literally had to sit and wait. We threw towels over the guys and wait like two hours for the family to have their picnic. And then we finished before the sunset. We had a (laughs) creeper come on to our sets. We were shooting for Colt once in that barn in Sacramento. And we weren't paying attention to the big field behind us. And someone had, because there was just this tiny window when you came over this road, you could see into the barn yeah. what you were doing, uh-huh. like for a split 10 seconds. Yeah. But all the drivers were looking at the road, so they didn't ever look over. Somebody apparently saw what was going on and creeped across the field ah! and was hiding behind a haystack watching us. And it? I looked over and I'm like, because I was doing one of those big mirror reflector oh, boards. <laughs> I was on the side trying to shine light from the outside into the barn. Yeah. Oh, God. And I looked, looked down. I'm like, I don't know this, but who are you? <laughs> and he's like, do you guys have a permit? And he got, acted all very... For porn? Oh, God. I'm like... We're on private property, You're on bitch. private property. Get off, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
on the flip side of that, if you have the right models, I love going and shooting in sex clubs and like public spaces, CCBC and Cathedral City, Steamworks, uh, Belvedere Hotel, Fire Island. Like if you have models who are exhibitionists and then all the people staying there come and watch. I love that actually. Like it's, it reminds me of like a Broadway actor. Like you see (laughs) the audience and we're doing our thing and I get all pumped up and I'm running around and (laughs) they're just like jerking off it's just oh it's so fun we're very different because i don't like people watching me direct <laughs> oh you don't no. oh i love it i don't like people behind me when i'm directing <laughs> oh really i'm the same well I'm, I'm the same way about like editing and computer stuff oh okay and so like <laughs> if anyone's ever over my shoulder i'm just like i can't i can feel you watching me <laughs> i don't I, it, it's the same way of like i don't like peeing in a urinal if I know someone's like actively behind me waiting yeah. I just like it feels so it's like I'm vulnerable please <laughs> space, stop space <laughs> no but Pam likes the spotlight so I know it's, it's, it's wham, bam. Curious, <laughs> wham bam we are a, a kinky podcast as well do you have any kinks that you're yeah what are your feel free to share or not, or not but I'm curious do, what are you into? I I am totally, I guess what the kids call it, pansexual. I'm pansexual. You're pansexual. pansexual. <laughs> oh my God. Ah! There's a shirt if I ever saw one. Pansexual. So I've That's like hilarious. since God, since a teenager. Yeah, I've been into boys, girls, both neither. You know, I've dated trans guys. Recently kind of hooked up with some trans girls. It's everybody. It's really fun. You're um, op- open to everyone. Open to everybody. And I just started shooting trans women for kink. <sighs> oh, and, uh, for trade content so fun oh my god the girls are so fun there's a bunch of really awesome trans girls in vegas and we've hung out socially and i've just started shooting them and and they have fun too it is i, I shot aubrey kate the other day it was like the queen uh yeah kate zoha cora del rio love you guys natasia dreams just all oh. these girls are awesome um oh, jade venus just recently hit so they're just great and i think that I'm just, I know nothing about the straight side of the porn, so I'm sorry if I'm going to offend anybody, but it just seems like most of the time when they're shot, it's from a straight perspective. perspective. Yeah, sure. and I come from a gay perspective, so I'm just like, yes, eat the ass. Yes, you know, <laughs> fuck them harder. Use that dick. Is it okay if I call dick? Yes, it's my dick. Good, get that dick. Like, And they've just had so much fun. I've had so much fun. And, I mean, the outfits and the hair and the makeup, which takes a long time, but sure. th- it's so fun. So um, that's just recent, the last couple months i've really had a good time with that and i'm hoping to continue that so too. you've never done straight porn no. and you've done tons of gay porn um, i know obviously yeah. we've been in front of your cameras before what's well how does how is it different though with with trans performers would you say it, it, it better fun it sounds like it's a little bit more i think she's having a good time with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 i mean the gay boys definitely don't care what they look like as much I'm yeah sure. it's, and it's I don't, way I don't easier prepping for a gay scene i mean it's mostly douching and maybe some light makeup if we need it but sure. you know the trans girls are, we're getting makeup artists the stylists you know and that takes kind of hours sometimes sure um, i do have a nightlife background and in the drag that I've done, there is some crossover, just about the types of makeup and what holds up. Oh, you sure. Know, with sweat and different size feet, you know, different size clothing and stuff like that. So that's actually lended itself to be beneficial with this. Um, but uh, I think just, you know, showcasing people's own sexuality. And I think a mm. lot of porn, they, they want you to do this. And I'm like, what is what it? Do you want what do to you want to do? Yeah. Show me your sex. Show me what turns you on. And, and they're like, well, I've never been asked that before. I'm Aww. like, no, let's do it. You know, yeah, and you're very good about that. You're really yeah. good about making models at ease and comfortable very quickly. That's that's Thank a you. gift, yeah. Um, that I don't necessarily have all the time because <laughs> I'm thumpy daddy. Um, <laughs> Come on, get it done. No, no yeah. let's have fun. <laughs> and, and that's why you're very chirpy and happy. Yeah. And so, I was really worried having a female on the set mm-hmm. that it was going to kill boners, right? <laughs> yes, but. All the gay boys and the straight boys loved you oh, from yeah. the get, and I've never <laughs> seen anyone have a problem with having no. a female on the set. I can honestly you. say that I've never right. had a problem, yeah. never in seventeen years. Like what directors could say that? Did have yeah. you ever been mistaken for a drag queen? 
Yeah, all the time. People thought I was Shishi Larue a lot. Hey, girl. Uh, 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 <laughs> we were both big and now we're little. Uh, yeah, um, you know, at the beginning when I started working with you, they would ask, "Are you the makeup artist?" I'm like, right. no, no, I'm camera. <laughs> Actually, you didn't know makeup for a long time. No, not at all. She never yeah. wore makeup, truthfully. Well, a little bit, but I still, still looked great. <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't say she I was like bad. a hippie San Francisco dyke. I mean, I was yeah. dating more girls when I started shooting gay you porn were in and a then burlesque show. Yeah, I, think I was when in a burlesque. That's true. I learned a little bit of makeup there. Um, Learned a lot of makeup from Michael Lucas. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, go figure. He would always have a makeup artist on set. I was creative director for Lucas Entertainment. That's right. So you lived here. You worked for a while in gay porn here. And then you moved to New York to work for Lucas Films. And And how was New York? It was awesome. It was fabulous and it sucks. (laughs) <laughs> it's <was laughs> it yeah. fabulous and it's sex or suck? it sucks there was lots, there was lots of, sucking, of sucking turns out yeah it was it was a lot i was really missing california and my family so um then i got an offer to start up naked sword originals um so i moved right. back here to help start up that branch so it's like netflix of porn but our own original content so i did that for eight years working then- with falcon raging stallion hothouse and and uh, all the porn ways. went to Vegas. Yeah, and then you moved to Vegas. Yeah, I moved to Vegas. Yeah. I'd been shooting there a lot, and uh, just kind of fell in love with it, with the heat and the weather, the vibe. You know, there's a big porn community there, and uh, I'm curious. Yeah, and, and because you both have seen the the coming and going, the coming <laughs> emphasis on coming of of large studios. <laughs> It's like, what's that? <laughs> Sound effects. And I know studios still are still around, but I know that like fan content and fan sites are a huge uh, thing. I'm I'm curious, what do you think or where do you see porn going? Yes. Where do you see porn going? With, without putting you on the spot, like if it, if you're not sure, you're not sure. But like I, I'm curious what your insights are there. Well the the fan content started and at first the studios were freaked out. Ah! Uh-huh. But there's room for everybody. I think as long as you're making good content, you know, it's it's funny because the, my two clients, I do a lot of uh, shoots for models, you know, trade and stuff now. And I'm, I'm working on that for my own company now um, for Ram Bam Pictures. Um, so that versus the complete opposite with the disruptive films. It's very like high end. Disruptive being the company again. You're not disrupting anyone else's uh, no. films. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> disruptive films. It's a kind of pure taboo, but the gay version. Um, so okay. working with Brie Mills on that. Um, so it's, it's funny because they couldn't be more opposite. You know, one is show up in a hotel room with the iPhone and shoot it. And then the other other one is just these cameras, like, you know, $50,000 worth of equipment and storylines and, you know, and editing. It's, you know, beautiful. It's very cinematic. Sure. And so it, it could either just go in that direction, like real amateur, really high end. You know, the, the medium, like, I got your pizza. I, I, well, yeah, no, we're, we're, I think we're all <laughs> over the pizza boy trope at this point. Yeah. But a callback every once in a while wouldn't be bad, um, especially if they're topping. But... Um, so even when you kind of talk about it, they're like the the larger studio doing kind of more taboo stuff. I could see that still being incredibly profitable because mm-hmm. a lot of the the fan sites don't allow taboo things. That's right. too much. That yeah. that's too far. They're they're yeah. advertisers or whatever hosting. They don't want to put that on the line. Like okay. even on and I don't know which fan site it is, but like one of them it, that I would post to um, would be like you can't use the word consent. You can't use yeah. the word hypno. You oh, can't use the word. Yeah. There, there's so many words that are yeah. like blacklisted that you don't know until My you try to post name. it. Poop. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, you, 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 your dog's nickname is so, Poop. Well, yeah. Not nickname. She named her dog <laughs> a little chihuahua Poop. poop. Well, then the nickname's Poop. <laughs> and so she's always saying, Poop is on the set. <laughs> there's Poop on the set. <laughs> Which is not sexy. <laughs> but I can see why a site would no, probably block that's that. That's so word, true. They though, have always. Fortunately for some people. You <laughs> yeah, know? that's just spelled with three O's. <laughs> uh, well, that's just it. And then, yeah. you, then you asterisk out parts of the word, but like it's still there. And yeah. I, I could see where the content moderation would still lead studios to be an absolute thing. Um, yeah. I know that, that studio work for me, though, as, as I did less and less of it, but I was getting less offers as I saw more and more fan sites. And I, yeah. I think that there's, for me, I like the fan interaction. And there was a, a time when, like, studios would be like, no, no pictures, no behind-the-scenes yeah. set, like, videos, don't do any of that. But then every once in a while, like, a kink.com or, or maybe even a naked sword shoot, You'd literally be like, "Let's take photos. Let's let's be funny. Let's be silly," and people gravitate towards that. Yeah. So I get the fan yeah. experience of being like, 
yeah, here's the really nicely polished, edited, gorgeous looking shots, mm-hmm. come shots, all of that great stuff. But I also want to see the the thirty seconds of you guys dancing to the Macarena with your dicks out, flinging <laughs> exactly. it about. You know, yeah. like my old boss had a hard time at Colt uh, when cell phones came out and stuff. Yeah. He was always trying to control the personality of the model. He was yeah. trying to uh, sh- showcase the fantasy of what this big muscle guy was like and hyper masculine because that was our brand. And Pam would come along and shoot behind the scenes every time she shot for me. And my boss would be like, don't she, tell her she can't post that. And you remember, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to tell people in meetings, you can't shoot anything behind the no, scenes. No, he was so it. And, and what shifted with the customer was they want to see the personalities yeah, involved. Yeah. And um, that's where fan sites thrived. Yeah. Now, on now the, that's what's dominating yeah. is the personality of the guys. <laughs> but on the flip side... You and I shot story-driven porn, and mm-hmm. you do it so well. Um, but when we did that, lots of people used to say, why are they talking? Why are they acting? Why, why is there a story? Oh, Just yeah, get to the fucking. Yeah. And now that's all you get is the fucking. And, yeah. and now everyone's missing the storyline-driven porns, which yeah. takes a lot of money and time yeah, and time. energy to produce. Well, and I, I've i seen my fair share of uh, OnlyFans Models trying to do story-driven Oh, porn. I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that everyone shouldn't do it, but I am saying if you don't know how to write a script or produce something, maybe leave, maybe hire someone to yeah. do that for. Or, <laughs> so at least you're, you're you're safe there for sure. Oh, yeah. For well, the, the story-driven no, they, they content. They bring me in because there's only so far your tripod could go. And they're like, okay, oh, wow. Like, And then I come in and shoot something, and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that I could be shot like this. And, yeah. like, and this is so fun, too. Just roll into a hotel with iPhone airdrop at the end. This is where I think Wham Bam Pictures has a real corner on the market because you can split the difference between the two. You know how to shoot storyline and you know how to shoot sex really well. So you can have many storyline things that you can put on fan sites. You can put Mm -hmm. on Wham Bam Pictures. You could do. I think you're going to thrive. So. Yeah. Thank you. It's exciting. It's, yeah. Oh, right. Are you ex- excited? Yes, okay, I am. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year now that I went out on my own. And first two months, I was just kayaking. It was like <laughs> COVID. Yeah. There. I just, I'm like, you know, I have not had a vacation in 10 years. I am going to kayak. So that's all I did <laughs> last you, July and August. And speaking then, of which, do you get exhausted shooting porn? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, the big cameras, if you want to Google those techies out there, we shoot the Canon uh, C300 a lot with mm. prime lenses, and it's heavy. It's If I know I have a shoot with that, I'm literally out working out, working my arms, just making sure. It's it's a really heavy camera. What about um, just uh, when you talk about like any kind of job like burnout or, mm. or, or that kind of tiredness, do you ever feel... Because you are you're a very upbeat, like energetic person. Yeah. But yeah. as, as someone who it. makes content, I'm <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you, you're not always on. You can't always be on. There, no. There's only so much energy you got. And yeah. I'm sure you've learned to um, kind of direct that the same way you direct. You, you, you yeah. know when to turn it on or off. Do you ever get exhausted in that regard? I, I was I was having a lot of body issues I was I was a big mm-hmm. girl I was getting up to almost 300 pounds there for a while and I, I couldn't get up I was having trouble shooting and then I ended up having gastric bypass surgery oh. and it was nuts it was 2016 and I finally reached my goal weight last year I lost over 100 pounds congrats and um, and just really um, prioritizing exercise and even now I'm on deadline and I'm like no I have to go exercise I have to every day go walk the dog like you know do some squats and push-ups and every day like Good for you. You're I have than me. to <laughs> out there you know as long as you're moving like the gym I still feel fat if I'm in the gym it's weird if I look in the mirror because I don't even recognize myself because I look like the other girls now I'm like oh my god like I look like I cried the first time the Aww. gym opened again and I saw myself in the mirror and I I was littler <laughs> like it was yeah you're nuts. gorgeous yeah you're always and, gorgeous thank but you. I mean it's nice when you feel good yeah. inside of your your body too yeah I do feel good and and now I'm just trying to figure out who I am because I was so big and so over the top and hanging with the drag queens and big hair and big outfits. And, and now I'm, I'm, you know, 162. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know who I am now. So I'm really trying to figure that out. It's weird that you reach your goal weight and you're all excited. But then part of my persona was bigger than life. 
So well, sure. still is. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, you haven't lost that. Okay. You have not lost the chirpiness at I all. Know, you're it's, fine. It's it's odd, and and that's what's exciting too, because you go and reach your goals, and you're like, now what? Oh God, it's terrifying. Yeah, I'm the person created. I wanted to be. I have my own business. I lost the weight. I exercise. I have an awesome dog. I'm, you know, exploring my sexuality and and having awesome sex and everything. But it's. You know, it's a little weird sometimes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what happens when you get to that that peak and mm-hmm. you you have that you have what you want? Yeah. But but you also have to keep yourself fresh, and especially if you're creating content. Yeah. Um, I think we can relate to that and just like finding what comes next, because mm-hmm. every every site, every platform has a it's peaks and valleys, and yeah. eventually disappears, like mm-hmm. or or changes. Yeah. You know, so how do you keep what you do fresh and different? Like what drives you, what inspires you? And this goes to, to both of you as, as directors and people that make content. Oh, I'm not fresh or different. <laughs> okay. Trust well, me. um, Pam, no, well, <laughs> I'm stale daddy. <laughs> it, it's funny. Occasionally, you know, when I, I do go out kayaking and I'm driving out to the lake and, and then I have this idea like, Oh, and I realize what a level of, uh, like, uh, anxiety I operate and just to let yourself go and chill the fuck out mm. and remember the creativity or you know I'm watching a movie oh my god that's so fun like I, I I've never really seen Grey's Anatomy and I've been staying at Chris's house <laughs> and I've been watching Grey's Anatomy the last two days things. it's so random but it reminds me of me that these people their whole life is their job they're there 24 mm. 7 and they're in a hospital but I'm on a porn set and there's just such a similarity to these are the people you you live with you work with you grow with you you know are very intimate with and and i'm like god there's a story here <laughs> so <laughs> you know watch out it's <laughs> a reality anatomy. show there. but yeah. you <laughs> both of you myself included i guess mm-hmm. work in an environment that's not consistent with people that's not consistent with times which is not yeah not so structured in that way yeah. do you miss do you guys miss an office space do you miss no. the nine to five <laughs> Like I know I, I, I do what I do because it's not a nine to five and I get to choose what I do and when I do it. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll let you answer that. But for me, I know that um, I do still structure my own time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so every day I do work. Um, yeah. It's just on my own time frame, and yeah. I know what my goals are and what I have to get my tasks that need to be completed mm-hmm. and self-discipline, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I did have a moment yesterday sitting in your window. Chris lives where I used to live. <laughs> my oh, old yeah. apartment. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I moved to Vegas, but it's such an awesome apartment. I'm like, I can't give this up. So, so I like, took it. Yeah, Chris took it, which he's continuing on, which I love. But yesterday I was sitting in the window drinking tea, and all of a sudden I remembered that I used to have to get up and get dressed and walk down and get in my car and drive to Berkeley and try to get to the office by 10 a.m. And oh, I'm always yeah. late, and I was always late. And I always yelled care. at. Oh, yeah, I'm like, I don't have to be here at 10 a.m. I'm not a newscaster. Why do I have to be here at 10? The office starts at 10. Who Today cares? At 11 inches. <laughs> yeah, it was just dumb. So I had this like, oh my God, I don't have to do that anymore. That's awesome. On the flip side, I was up at, you know, 6.30. I start, you know, going over Instagram and tweeting at 8. So I actually work more probably. Mm-hmm. But, but again, it's my own terms. You don't have someone yelling at you. No. You know, I you just... don't got to report on the weather yeah. about the power bottom coming up from the <laughs> east and the, the power top. No. Yeah. Like I take my break at noon and that's the shower how, <laughs> get out of my pjs how's it feel to be laying in your old bed and uh looking at where the wig wall used to be and now it's all <laughs> bdsm equipment <laughs> yeah my old drag home has turned into a dungeon daddy daddy <laughs> refurbished everything and built it's stuff and it's a completely different space as someone who saw your apartment yeah. forever ago I, I couldn't even tell you the year and see it now i i they're different spaces they're yeah. different places <laughs> Really well, funny. for one, Pam used to, it was like a porn dorm. Every square inch of wall had some big dicked muscle stud that she shot. It's like porn plastered with porn memorabilia all yeah. over the place. And wigs. And wigs. <laughs> And now it's like, God, I still keep seeing things. I didn't. I just saw a painting this morning in the kitchen I'd never seen before. Oh, really? Like, wow. <laughs> Sasha makes me really horny. He has everything in there. It's amazing. <laughs> Dildos and butt plugs and bondage equipment. And, and I think that the apartment's magical. I feel like mm-hmm. when I left New York, I was freaking out. It took me 10 days to find that apartment. apartment. And yeah. that was at a time where you could not find a place in San Francisco. And it's right in the Castro. And I, I just feel 
feel like it's continuing on. It's the porn palace now. Yeah, the, yeah. the magic and the gayness of the Castro. So, and I was actually trying to think of how many scenes have been shot in that. Oh, my God. Over 30 that I could I count. never have to wax the floor. It's just got a, a <laughs> oh, thin layer yeah. of cum yeah, over I, it. Well, <laughs> not just cum. There's, there's also a little bit of I lube made him there. I vacuum up the butt hair the yesterday, times. though. That was grossing me out. <laughs> number of people who have come through my front door and slipped on lube. <laughs> <laughs> The floors are over a hundred years old. Yeah, they're they're gorgeous, man. <laughs> yeah. wood. They don't even make it anymore. No, it's gorgeous. It's, it's awesome. But um, yeah. But keeping a schedule, <laughs> which yeah, you actually gave me a big pep talk on keeping more of a yeah. schedule. So let's talk about that. How often do I give you pep talks? <laughs> I know. And <laughs> how often do I listen to what you never. say? Never. <laughs> she never listens. You always like. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> And I get this phone call. Guess what I did? <laughs> the exact opposite of everything, everything you told you me. <laughs> but I, I love them, though. I think, yeah, this has been a great trip. And it couldn't come at a more perfect time. And to go back to Vegas, re-inspired, and going to pivot some stuff. And watch out. We have Bam pictures. It's <laughs> so exciting. So what's the, what is the link for Wham Bam? Uh, well, we have Twitter. It's Wham Bam underscore studios. Uh, nice. So that's the Twitter and then Instagram um, at Wham Bam Pictures. And then, um, yeah, working on um, with the site. Are you going to do a website? Be, yeah. Okay. It's still in. So we'll stay tuned. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, stay we'll, tuned. Link, we'll link all the good stuff down in <laughs> yeah. the, the description of the podcast, wherever Yay. you're finding it, regardless. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're not done with you just yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just curious, like. How is how has porn changed your lives lives I should say because I, I mean I've got my own perspectives as well but like how has that shaped who you are as a person mm-hmm. and 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 <laughs> do you do you like how it's helped and shaped your life It has it's been um, you know I I worked in the news before I've always had a camera in my hand I loved it um, little sad story my dad and sister died unexpectedly mm. uh, within a year of each other my sister in a car accident and my dad just all of a sudden got sick and died and um and i was miserable in my job and it just was this wake-up call that i was heading in a direction out of 401k a good salary you know i graduated from college i'm doing what i'm supposed to do and i was just miserable and you know when something tragic like that happens it's like Life is too short, you yeah. know. <laughs> like not I don't that there's anything wrong with a 401k, no best job if that brings you joy and you're able to afford the things that make you happy. Yeah, good for you. More power yeah. to you. Go for it. But I just I found out I was studying graphic design uh, for undergrad and and got my master's in video production and and I was just bored. I started mm. my job and bored, so bored. I didn't have anything in common you know, the people I was working with. And then all of a sudden, this opportunity came to go shoot behind the scenes on the cult movie. I'm like. You know, fuck it. Let me quit my job <laughs> of six years, leave this 401k and drive out to some cattle ranch. And, you know, I was terrified. But the first day, it just seemed like this is where I belong. Like, I love gay guys. I love cameras. It was like camp, but I wasn't getting in trouble and I was getting paid. And, you know, it, it's it's been awesome. It's I've been able to travel the world and see things I never would have seen. And, you know, it's... Uh, you know, the sacrifices, I, I never had kids. I didn't really get married. So I, I think my work-life balance was really out of whack. Mm. I was just running and, you know, porn and parties. That was the last 15 years of my life. And it wasn't until Vegas where, surprisingly, things calmed down a little bit. You know, mm. I, I had my first relationship in 16 years. And, you know, that was more grounding. I have a dog now. And, you know, just kind of figuring that, prioritizing my own health and my own self. And, um, and yeah, it's been good. It's it's fun and uh but you know, with everything like Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> you know, you give up a lot when you have a, a job that I took so seriously and I've been so successful and you know, I think now is the time like, you know, want to write an autobiography, starting my own company, sure. you know, and also being an advocate for the gay community and you know, for HIV education, SDIs and eroticizing and sex, sex education. And, yeah. Yeah. What was it? We did so, like a prop sixty video back when prop sixty yeah. was a thing. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a big thing. Yeah. So that's been great, you know, just the political part of what I've been doing and and now the the world is changing so much and, and mm. just what's next and it's exciting and terrifying and yeah terrifying terrifying <laughs> terrifying exciting. in a lot of ways yeah what about you daddy well i mean i think i've told this story before but um you know i had i was college educated and um i uh went to europe for my college graduation gift and met um someone who ran rob of amsterdam and they gave me a job in san francisco at rob 
San Francisco and I started working in a sex store and not using my college degree at all. Oh. And uh, I had already been doing porn to get through college as a performer. And just one thing led to another. I never used my degree. And uh, I just liked the sex industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you meet so many fascinating people um, from all walks of life. People are so sexually repressed that always, yeah. I never that's, was. That's not a great thing, but. No, I know, but. <laughs> Yeah, but opening people's eyes sometimes, yeah. you know, especially in fetish and kink, doing things to people that they never would have done on their own, yeah. um, and then getting excited and going, "Oh my god, my mind is blown! I didn't know you could feel like that." And opening people up—that has been one of the things I like the most. And then also seeing all my college friends who have risen really high in corporate worlds, make a shit ton of money but also seeing how stressed they are all the time, how much work they do and how much their job defines them and their happiness. And I, I would never trade what I would never trade my life for what they've gone through. I, I haven't had nearly the level of stress of most of my friends. Um, <laughs> You're always so chill. And I, I, I just, so it's chill. a good life. Yeah. So um, I, I don't think everyone can do it. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of uncertainty about your future. I'm like a 52-year-old man in front of the camera still. That's unheard of. Rocking That's it, crazy. by the way. We rock those two scenes for Kinkman. <laughs> Who would have thought? I know. It's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I don't I don't I don't regret a single moment of it. Same. Although try doing both, a corporate job and Oh <laughs> well, you had to give one. <laughs> no, that's stressful. If you want real stress, try doing try doing your dreams and the corporate job. The corporate yeah. job. Yeah. Which but to it, be clear was only because the dream doesn't pay as much because sex is seen as this terrible, awful thing uh, and we're riding that fine line. But um I, I would kind of I would I would uh chirp I would chirp the same thing you guys are saying, uh being that Making content like that is eye-opening. Uh, I enjoy it because I, I started doing porn because I wanted to do the kink.com stuff. I knew that I was into a lot of it, um, but I wanted to see how I could push that and see what I was into and, and get those experiences. Mm. And traveling was nice, too. Um, I yeah. loved San Francisco. And back when kink.com lived out of the armory, yeah. um, it was it was always just nice. to It was like a second home, pretty much, because I'd come out here and visit and see Daddy. And then I would come out and not be here for kink but be here to see daddy and kink would happen because models always miss their flights right (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my god you're here and you're reliable porn kink (laughs) um but it was always so interesting because you would meet some great characters and people that treated it like a job but were professional Mm -hmm. um and then you'd meet the the for lack of a better term messier guys that were still having a great time but maybe we're having too much fun (laughs) um And you just kind of learned that it was like any job. Sex work is work. And it's how you treat that job and and your time at that job that, that defines if you're successful, happy, um, and if you learn things about yourself. Because mm-hmm. I think I think the second that I quit my, my real job and did porn for a few years is when I really learned like, oh, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to this kind of work. And oh, I hate doing this and I hate doing that. Oh, but I really like editing or I really like producing or like writing. Like that brings me joy. Um and and it definitely is has shaped how I've gone through life, and I don't regret any of that because I wouldn't be here if, yeah. if not for the hardships, the struggles, the cum shots, and you know the the cameras. So I love what you're doing now, and where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, I hate that question. But <laughs> I love thinking about it. Let's um, flip it. <laughs> you know that's that question relies solely on. Where our world goes, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. a lot of so a lot true. of our work, as as yours is too, is yeah. is structured by how the world sees sex, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we come out of the whoring twenties, you know, with sex positivity. Yeah. But at the same time, I see that there's going to be a lot of uphill battles, mm-hmm. and it's got to come from. Uh, it always comes from the sex workers and the drag queens and the queer community first that, that pushes back on stuff like that. When yeah. we see mm-hmm. parts of our community, like the trans community getting attacked, like yeah. if we're not all there together, you know, if we're not, if we're not pushing back, then the, the sex negative, the, the mm-hmm. queer negative, the, religious, the homophobic right. and religious, mm-hmm. re- yeah, the religious right has the power and the money because they have the scare tactics and the, the political pol- capital. Yeah, politicians behind them, unfortunately. Yeah, money. Yeah. So it's got to come from 
us standing up and being loud, but also it's got to come from some of these politicians waking the fuck up. Yeah. We only have so many politicians that are even aware of how bad SESTA-FOSTA was yeah. or only aware of how bad these these uh, you know articles are that are kind of slut-shaming working class people that are also doing like the OnlyFans content. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's got to come, it's got to come from, from, from everyone that we're pushing back and we're realizing sex isn't bad. Mm-mm. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It makes us feel happy. It, it helps us to, you know, form bonds and, and learn about ourselves at the same time. If we're anything, we're, we're absolutely proponents of, and examples of that, you know, and that sex work is work and it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just how you use it. It's a tool like yeah. any job. If you're, if you are working your ass to death at a nine to five, that, that can be better or it could be worse than working for yourself whenever you wake up to whenever you go to sleep, mm-hmm. but you're creating content like we are. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. I didn't answer your question though. Five <laughs> years. Uh, I hope still producing stuff. Yeah, I hope, I hope, producer. I hope I'm looking at your setup reaching here. out and, and touching people with consent <laughs> and, and changing their minds about things. No, I love, I love yeah. what we do right now. Yeah. And it, while, while YouTube's being a, a big old dick, which usually I'm not afraid of, but, um, <laughs> I, I like what we do, which is just yeah. creating content that makes people feel like they've got a community they can come to, chill with, and mm-hmm. learn things every once in a while. Yeah. And I, I would love to continue doing That's that. Nice. You know what? <laughs> no, I mean, That's I, I'm nice. nice. <laughs> no, but I was also going to say, you know what gives me the warm fuzzies is looking at the set that you were just talking about. If you notice behind Pam, that mm. painting behind Pam was painted by her sister. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And it was hanging outside of the apartment that you now live in. Yeah. yeah. But you used to live in. Yeah. And like, we we just, lo- I loved it because it was, it always reminded me of the San Francisco skies. Yeah. It is. It was a, a collage of uh, protests that we went to. God, it must have been. 2003. I can't remember what war we were protesting, but she made a. We we're always protesting. It. Yeah, you know, and we're <laughs> always at war. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so like Iraq or something. Yeah, so it was a painting from that, and yeah, she was a beautiful artist. Yeah, she was only 22, but such a great artist. But mm-hmm. all those out there, if you have a tragedy, I mean, I could have gone down the road of like drugs and just crack feeling sorry for myself doing meth or whatever or just take this and live life to its fullest for my sister and that's what I did and it's just been awesome and I think partly having all these boys that I work with I you know they leave home when they're 18 and they're on their own and then they come to us and a lot of times they come because they're in in between points in their life and it's my chance to to hopefully encourage them and like, okay, you're doing porn now, but what's next? You know, like yeah. save some of the money. You guys ever feel like therapists? Oh. Oh, I swear God. this is yeah. the last oh question because we're, we're talking and mama. I don't want to. Oh my yeah. God, I'm yes. gay porn daddy. Yes. You know, because, you know, a lot of performers are young. They need the money and mm-hmm. hard up. And a lot of them come from really battered lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is afterwards and beforehands that you, you, get the story of their life Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are like i don't know what to do and yeah they're homeless sometimes they're homeless and and you're you're like well you give them some advice that you think is going to work for them like don't spend all this money on the next jacket you see (laughs) you know let's put some money in the bag if you like shooting get a camera buy a nice camera and sometimes sometimes porn is not for it actually doesn't help the psyche of some people and i always encourage them i'm like this may isn't may not be a healthy choice for you yeah so putting your body out there you're putting yourself out there for a lot of critiques and criticisms from people that are faithless profiles that are literally just jerking off regardless if you have their attention or not his elbow is really ugly the number of times someone has critiqued like my my like hip bone or something (laughs) i'm like why are you Never mind. Don't <laughs> Never I don't mind. need to know. Just yeah. not reading the comments. Yeah. Um, I think that you guys do a very uh, under <laughs> underappreciated service, though, for a lot of <laughs> sex workers. Yeah. And yeah. Listening <laughs> and working with talent can be difficult. Um, <laughs> like, Especially I know so a lot of hand holding. Uh, try try being the talent and easy. wrangling the talent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You think I'm easy? Thank you. You are easy. Oh, oh. seen at Powerhouse. Was it you and Diesel Washington? Oh my God! Yeah. That was we, uh, what was that? Fuck! Fuck me! I'm infamous. Or fuck you! I'm infamous. <laughs> yeah. was the name of I remember. This is my that last anecdote. I promise. But I remember we had to do like little behind the scenes things where we were trying to build the the story of it. And you were like, okay, tell me about terrible, awful things you have done in your life 
or around sex because we want everyone in this movie to be like edgy. And I was like, I skipped school once. (laughs) (laughs) Straight A student. (laughs) You guys were trying to give me like party. Yeah, yeah. You guys trying to give me like. Have you ever smoked pot? And I was like, not yet. But all that to say, you you two are lovely, beautiful, wonderful creatures that have given so much to other people. And I hope that you get it all back. Um, If you had any any sort of uh, pointers to leave people off with, maybe someone's wanting to get into sex work or they might have questions about porn or anything like that. What would be a give give them one last pointer? What's what's something you'd tell someone looking to get interested in it? I would say you don't think of it as a living do it as a side project that because you enjoy it um Mm. the extra money is nice but trying to make a career out of it is hard and not for everybody okay i like that yeah people get into porn for three reasons fun fame or money oh (laughs) so if it's one of those hopefully it's fun uh fame is good that'll last maybe two years tops and we're not and the money again is 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 quick but um, quick and gone fast yeah i know a lot of people are coming out of covid and may have like you know put on a few pounds or whatever but i encourage everybody to just get out there and buy lingerie if you're oh. a girl out there, I started buying cheap ass lingerie from Amazon, and it just makes me feel sexy. And <laughs> like if you're if you're a guy or if you're non-binary, you know, yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of people out there that are just into it because it looks cute and sexy, and you sexy. feel nice. Yeah. I, I get that. I like my you know, spandexy sexy shorts underwear and, suits. and everything. Yeah, just you know, you don't have to be fucking on camera, but you know, just be sexy. Try it. So <laughs> go buy good. some lingerie. Go buy that, some that's lingerie. The message of today's episode. <laughs> only do porn if it's fun for you yes (laughs) well pam thank you so much for being here being our first in-person threesome yes we haven't done this setup before so so hopefully the audio sounds good i've been watching them audio peaks and y'all have been laughing and giggling but it's all been good so please don't yell us in the comments about our hip bones or the weird audio if it sounds a little bit disjointed i love that our uh audio mics are crossing streams oh my god never cross the streams (laughs) (laughs) but speaking of streams what streams can people find you in pam where can people find you what are your Ah, socials my uh twitter instagram is at mr pam at mrpam and facebook too m-i-s-t-e-r pam come on brand Um, consistency you have to fight with another mr pam (laughs) i know (laughs) could you imagine and you can follow my dog poop Oh. And then Wham Bam. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Twitter is uh, Wham Bam Studios. It's Wham Bam underscore studios. And then Instagram is Wham Bam Pictures. Lovely. So, and we'll yeah. put all the, the description, comment, yes. link things down below. Um, Daddy, where can they find you? Uh, I am uh, Mr. I'm, oh my God, you give me such shit for this. I'm Christopher <laughs> Weston on Twitter, and that's Christopher with a K or MrChristopher.com. I'm not giving you shit. I was just saying that we have two misters in the in the building yeah. today. <laughs> Mr. Sister. Mr. Sister. And you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. This has been What's Your Safe Word, the podcast that's got yep. a few kinks. Uh, if you found it, obviously you know where to find it. But if you're looking for more content from our, our studio, uh, What's the Safe Word is on YouTube. It's on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us just about anywhere on the, the internets. We got some merch. Yep, if you want. We're the, we're the sponsors today. Go check Safer out Safe Word Shop. We got some new gaming merch. Super safe word, and then just uh, tons of what else? Embrace sucking just came out. What else came out? Tarot uh, cards. Tarot cards, and and we actually ah. uh, we're going to be getting a tarot reading. <gasps> oh in my our god! Next don't. Pa- oh my podcast. god! Not that. Don't. Such a tease. I Such know. a tease. Yeah, Catch me, get daddy. it. <laughs> and we will see y'all next Yay. time. Bye. Bam bam. Bam bam. Bam bam. That was I so much fun. Bam bam, Mr. Bam. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank God, you. That was so much fun. I needed that. Yay! <laughs> I get a picture of you too. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> always producing. Always making content. You want to do a three way? Yeah. Oh, I love a good three way. Give me a three way. Microphones and everything. Do you want to stand up and do this? Oh, okay.